This is a HeadGum Original. In 1977, NASA sent two solid gold records into space so that aliens might find them and understand life on Earth. I send greetings on behalf of the people of our planet and friendly wishes to all who may encounter this voyager. Now, we're making new records with our friends. We step out of our solar system into the universe seeking only peace and friendship. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us. Hello from the children of planet Earth. Well, 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 It's so funny for me to do the Pink Panther song on this podcast. Why is that funny? Because Lindsay really took over the world with her Pink Panther video. Oh, I completely forgot that that was the Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah. And that was funny, to be honest. To be honest. Um, to be honest, that was a funny scenario. <laughs> it's just so funny for me to, to co-opt the Pink Panther now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to start using it in every bit I ever do. <laughs> Shelby, that is really funny, but there's something that's not funny that's going on right now. Yeah, I know. We need to get serious with the listeners because something has happened. Guys, someone, one person, let us know that they're worried about us. A listener of the pod, of which there are millions, by the way, um, one listener of the pod said that they feel like Shelby and I are too mean to each other, specifically that (laughs) that I am too mean to Shelby on the pod. And I guess I want to take this opportunity to say I don't think that that's true you said it like I, here's what happened you guys i we, we got this feedback from a listener that said you guys are mm, you guys are mean you're negative caleb treats shelby like a dumb kid sibling which in my defense shelby often is, acts that way is my dumb kid sibling caleb um, is younger than me in age but in behavior i am four years younger <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um and basically we got this feedback and i went to shelby and i said shelby be honest with me now. Do you feel this is true? And Shelby said yes. And so I belittled her and beat her up physically with my fists and and you guys and can't see this right now, but I am tied to a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm sorry to say it, have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there's one light. It's flickering. It's I sometimes have seizures, so it's really dicey for it to be. Which is why I did that with the light. Above me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. <laughs> What he did, and I think this is brilliant, um, is he got one little drip of water to come down, not in rhythm, out of mm-hmm. rhythm. Drip, drop, drip, drop. In rhythm, I, I feel like I could, you know, let that lull me to sleep, but it's it's not that way. It's kind she of like She got a- the swag, saw she dripping swag, ooh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, I, I just want to say, Shelby and I, look- we're toxic best friends. <laughs> we're toxic and we're friends. We're toxic, toxic and, and we're, we're friends. friends. Okay, and then on, okay. Three, two, uh, three, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, 
two, one, two, one, two three, three, four. We're toxic, we're toxic and we're friends. We're toxic Sick best friends. friends. Look, we love each other. And if you guys ever feel like we're being negative on the pod, it's only because we're queer. And queer people <laughs> are inherently <laughs> negative. And, 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 you know, gay, queer joy is really manufactured by Target and Citibank yeah, for the month of June. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah. So, actually, it's homophobic if you think we're too mean. But I think Shelby, in, in regards to, and by the way, this is one message we got. Most of the messages we get are so nice, and, we, uh, and I fully spiraled about this message, because I was like, do people think we're mean? Um, which is actually a really good indicator of how mentally unwell I am, and so... Shelby and I decided mutually as a partnership that we're going to start a segment called Shelby and Caleb compliment each other because they are friends. Shelby and Caleb compliment each other because they are friends. Um, and the, and but sometimes maybe we'll just do that and on the episodes so that you guys know that we love each other. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll do one now, Shelby. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are... Look at my eyes. Don't look away. You're looking away. Don't look away. Yeah, my you... hand was bleeding. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Don't be, was... hol- don't be like hilarious, like <laughs> Ernest goes to camp, like doing little skits when I'm trying to do serious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shelby came in. No, I can't tell a story where you're being goofy because I have to compliment you right now. It's part of the seg- <laughs> the new segment. Shelby, you are one of the most loyal friends. You are one of the funniest and kindest people. You have some of the curliest hair I've ever seen, girl. And I love you to death. And if anything ever happened to you, I would kill whoever did it to you. Thank you. And Caleb, you talked about my hair. I have to talk about yours. It is so beautiful when it's cut and when it's not. You are funny, funnier than most people I've ever met. You are tall, which is really helpful when I am so short and our cabinets this isn't going are so well. tall. This isn't going well. What do you this mean? This isn't going well. Well, you started, hair was a sub note for mine. You started with hair and then you I'm did height. I'm just going off. <laughs> and then you did height? You, did you didn't height? let me finish. If okay, you let me ahead, finish, ahead, I would get ahead. to personality, which is strong. <laughs> You said, you said, I'm going to get to my big point. You have such a big presence. <laughs> when you and walk in a room, people know it. <laughs> this is going to, this is only going to hurt the rumors that you, that no, I mean to you. No, no, I'm dedicated to this. I'm just having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you never um, say anything nice. You're, you're, you're like, you're like, Caleb, I live with you. I make a podcast with you. Let's raise our glasses and let's do this. No, you're patient. Only when you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> this is okay. Well, now you're lying. No. Now you're lying. When you want to be patient, you're patient. You're extremely fair, which you know is true about yourself. I am very judicious. <laughs> to a fault sometimes when it's annoying to me. <laughs> Wait, Shelby, actually something about Shelby and I's friendship. This is going to be maybe our longest intro ever. Um, we'll get to our guests when we feel like it. But maybe <laughs> one of the most annoying thing about Shelby and I's friendship, I feel like we both do this actually, is that 
if one of us tries to talk shit about something in our lives to the other person and the other person feels like we're in the wrong, we we'll genuinely tell Yeah, we genuinely would be like, No, I'm on the person you're talking shit on side, actually. Sorry. You're yeah, being you're weird. not being right in this situation and that's just tough. <laughs> and that sucks so bad. That's but actually so bad. actually more than anyone else in my life, I feel like I can trust your opinion on how I'm behaving and also like on work. Like if I'm writing something and I give it to you, even if I'm being precious about it, you'll give me honest feedback. Oh yeah, we and can I tell each other when stuff is bad. All yeah. the time. You're brilliant. True. You were almost a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you went to college. Again, again, you're really plumbing the depths. No, and, and, I'm just and, having fun with these little like side no. things that are just theoretical. You've said nice things. You were and to almost be fair, a mayor. <laughs> You've said some of you've said some really important stuff, Shelby. And also, to be fair, I should have mentioned your height. You're one of the smallest people I've ever seen. <laughs> they don't almost even make them as small as you. Guys, you have no idea how high our cabinets are. Having someone Caleb's height is so important. And honestly, he's really nice about the fact that I need to have three step stools in the house. <laughs> and I hate them. They're ugly, and I bump my I bump my toe into them a lot. <laughs> but I need them. But all of this is to say. Listeners, we've never addressed on the pod that we um, that we go at each other a lot. You know, uh, Shelby will say that she doesn't want to fuck me and I'll get mad at her. And then Shelby will say that I can't beat people at basketball and, you know, we'll get mad. <laughs> well, you know, can you? Um, <laughs> it's not important whether or not I can. It's the, it's my, I can say what I want on the pod. And you guys, Shelby and I, we love each other and we have so much fun doing stuff together. And you guys have to understand. You guys have one, to know if even one more person told us that we were mean to each other, it would just break our little hearts. And this is also a good time, I feel like, to tell the listeners if you like the podcast, which most of you do, go review it on stuff. Share it with your friends. We're doing really good. Oh, we broke a record last week. Shelby, are we allowed to say that? I think it's true. We broke yeah. a record. Most listens in a week. Got our most listens in a week because you guys are sharing the pod. So please keep sharing it. because with 13 um, million listens. Jake and Amir from HeadGum are extremely violent towards us. <laughs> And they, and they use Jeffrey James to carry this kind of stuff out. They send Jeffrey over to our house. He came over with a lead pipe once and said that we weren't doing enough self-promotion he marketing. He was so weird about it. Because he, he, he kept apologizing, but he was ultimately he, trying to threaten us. Yeah, and he did try to kiss both of us, which was nice, but ultimately the pipe made it weird. The pipe made it weird. And Jake and Amir drove him, which was strange. So they were just sitting in the car kind of staring at us. We were on the porch. And I don't know what car you think that they drive. But it's a Miata. Yeah, whatever you were thinking, you're wrong. Because I know you guys weren't thinking it was a Miata. But they drive, a, they share a Miata, Jake and Amir. <laughs> Jake and Amir share a company Miata. And they bring Jeffrey James over to our house to do threats. And, that, and then, so we just need you guys to keep sharing so that they'll stop coming over. Because we like where we live, but we will move. Oh, we will move. And, um... We love you guys, and we love doing this pod together, and I'm sorry that it seemed like Shelby and I were fighting recently. And by the way, just know that this is, should be an example to you guys. If you ever say something negative to us, we will address it at length <laughs> for absolutely no reason. But if you could honestly DM it to us instead of putting it as a one-star review on the pod, that would be... <laughs> That, girls, would be simply allyship. Because <laughs> we will respond to your DMs, and we will be upset about a one-star review. <laughs> yeah, we need five-star reviews, if anything. So everyone go on there and counteract the, the one-star review with 25,000 five-stars. 
Yeah, and tell your friends. Share the episode with friends. We're also, um, DM us what you guys want to see on the social media. As you know, while we're talking about the pod kind of in a meta way, which I feel like we never do, we're, we're going to start putting more videos on the Instagram feed, which we just did with ER Fightmaster. Um, we're going to start doing that more often. Um, if you guys would like us to release a different day of the week, you can let us know. We could consider that. Um, just let us know what you guys want, because you guys are the Keeping Records family. Oh, we love you guys. We love you so much. And it's like we Pride Month. It's Pride Month, and we spend all of our time. I wake up, Shelby and I wake up in the same house, and I wake up and I shoot out of bed, and I run in my slippers down to Shelby's room, and I say... All I want today, Shelby. And then Shelby finishes the sentence and says, for the key records. Okay. So anyway, we love you guys. And we think about you guys constantly. Okay, enough. Bookkeeping, right? Bookkeeping? Well, I feel like when we were talking about this, social media, isn't that bookkeeping? Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of bookkeeping. Well, we should probably at some point talk about our guest this week. Wait, so true? Yeah. Well... He's an absolute icon. He's a Chicago comedian. He performs regularly at the hideout. He's one of the funniest people in the state of Illinois and also maybe country of United. Maybe States. country of United. <laughs> and you guys, please put your paws, fins, and flippers together for AJ, AJ Marquis. AJ, how are you, bitch? I'm sweaty, I'm dewy, I'm a little bit greasy, I'm feeling good. I'm now, breathing. you're a homosexual, correct? It's been proven many times, yeah. <laughs> many, many times. Come out on the pod. Shelby and I are going to turn this into a gotcha journalism podcast. Yeah. So, we've been looking through your socials, and it comes to our attention that you're gay. You were seen recently canoodling with the bushes in a private VIP booth at a baseball game. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> You've been really silent about that. Uh, I need to talk to my attorney. Oh, please don't. Okay. I'm so sorry, you guys. Yeah, um, I, I think my Twitter does give off very insanely gay vibes. I, When I was home uh, over the past year to visit my family, um, I joke about but my dad found my Twitter, uh, and he is not a fan. Uh, and one of the tweets he found <laughs> that he printed out for me was a tweet that said, man, I wish this was in my ass right now. And it was a picture of the Freedom Tower. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was like, what is this? So you're and a patriot? Like, you're not allowed to be a patriot now? <laughs> oh, sorry that I'm turned on by freedom. Sorry. <laughs> like I couldn't take both towers, sweetie. I, I, My dad also found my Twitter in college and I had not come out to him or talked to him about my depression because we are not close. And But I was certainly tweeting about it for the whole world. And my dad found my Twitter and called me. I was like a sophomore or junior in college. And um, it was a similar thing where he was like, all this gay stuff, all this depression <laughs> stuff. Are you kidding? And I was like, well, it's complicated. I mean, it's all true, but I am also kidding. And and I, I then I told him, this is I will never forget this my whole entire life. I'm crying on the phone, try, like explaining my depression to him in detail, and it goes on forever. And then I stop, and he just takes a long <laughs> he takes a long pause, and then he goes, in all sincerity, he goes, oh, it just reminds me of that painting, Tears of a Clown. Cry. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
<laughs> and I ne- we have never talked about depression or mental health or anything again. Honestly, that's the read of a lifetime, too. So good for your dad. Because when I, my dad, when I had to talk to him about being gay, he had one of these reactions. My dad's like a, my, my dad's, by the way, is like a 90s car salesman through and through his whole entire life. He's like a very Guido looking guy. Uh, he was like, never would I think in a million years I'd have a gay son. And my literal response to him was to talk to him about how he wears corduroy to work. I'm like, you wear corduroy, like, you're gay. You know what I mean? And we got this huge argument. He went downstairs. He drank a bottle of Crown by himself. And the next day we went and got cherry dip cones from Dairy Queen. And we just never talked about it again. I've come out to my dad twice. And it and it would surprise me if he knew I was queer. <laughs> he, he has never addressed it in his response. He's always addressed something else I said. Your dad's probably really proud of you being, I mean, he's a businessman. And being gay is good for business right now. It is. I don't think for his business almost at all. No, but for yours, you're in the business of entertainment. Entertainment industry loves faggots. It's hot right now. It's and, so and, and that's true. good for business. So maybe he's proud of you as a business person. Are you saying I'm gay for stay in the industry? Uh, you better be. Are you not? <laughs> <laughs> you better be, Shelby. AJ and I are. Damn it. Yeah, I'm gay AJ for free. I'm gay for whatever whatever I can get. <laughs> Me and AJ would be swimming in um, Poon if it weren't... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just crushing it. Head to toe. Head to when toe. When Caleb gets really masked on the pod. Was that mask? I, I, when you said, I'm going to be swimming in poon. Yeah. That it, was. it wasn't femme. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't femme. I couldn't really say it. I mean, it felt swimming really is, nasty. Swimming is very femme. <laughs> swimming is femme. So That's true. actually true. Yeah. Being in swimming water is game. girls, running is boys. <laughs> That's so true. Oh, so true, actually. And jogging, trance. <laughs> That's absolutely right. You heard it here first. Shelby. What? <laughs> Shelby, you can't say that. I can't say jogging is trans. Oh, yeah, you can. I, I thought you said something else. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I said? I thought you said trans people can't play sports. And I was like, that's Shelby, that's not appropriate right now. There's a big debate about that going on. That's something Shelby would totally say. <laughs> I just misheard you. It was a turn of the word or something. AJ, this is a really important moment before we get to your records. And we don't sure. have to get okay. to records. My birthday's tomorrow. Do you have anything to say to me about that? Shelby. Good luck. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what birthday is. Shelby. Wait, Shelby, that's amazing. How old are you going to be? 50. Oh, my God. You don't look a day over 49. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, do you have any, like, fun plans, though? Like, what what do you like to normally do on your birthdays? I'm not a birthday person. I was low-key. Uh, low I was raised a Jehovah's Witness. I never celebrated a birthday in my life. Uh, but I love hearing other people talk about their Wait, birthdays. I, there were people. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm like, there was a Jehovah's Witness in my grade, but there literally was. <laughs> and I only knew that because when they did, like, certain Christmas celebrations, they would always make me sit out because I was Jewish and um, they would do it for like Easter and stuff too and there was one girl who was Jehovah's Witness and she would always sit with me in the dining hall because she was like yeah I don't do this either Word. That's honestly one of the, the the craziest things as a kid that doesn't celebrate holidays is like every holiday they're like okay AJ and I have like go to I have to like go to like the <laughs> yeah, library in like the school away. it was like a, yeah. like a little kid's prison for like the lamest kids in the school and it'd be like me and some girl named Rebecca whose hair was like down to her ankles <laughs> and they'd be like all right we'll read books for the next four hours we'll come back and check on you later and I just didn't get candy one of those girls at my school one of the four length <laughs> denim skirt girls you know the kind I really do think oh, her name boy. was Rebecca but I. I can't remember now. It's always Rebecca. It's always Rebecca. But she, she, she like started trying out cuss words with me at school. Like we would, <laughs> we would like sometimes we would hang out and she'd be like, she'd be like, 
I just can't, I just can't stand when the teacher does that shit. And I would be, <laughs> I'd be like, oh my God, bro, get it, bitch. Like, I loved it when she would do that, but she would never do it confidently or with anyone else. Yeah, like, she like, still kind of like censors herself. Like, it just makes me so mad. A meek swear is worse than not swearing. <laughs> Yeah. Bad swearing makes me so fucking angry. Like people that are like, people that are like, I just th- this gosh darn. Like when an adult says gosh darn, I'm like, I will kill myself in front of you. Oh <laughs> boy, just say goddamn, you freak. Like what is going on? Okay, you're spiting God. Um, I. <laughs> um, what do I normally do for my birthday? Yeah. Ultimately, is nothing. Caleb is similar. Caleb wants nice texts from his friends and a nice meal and a, a nice meal. meal. And I want people to I... say nice things to me. Typically, yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh, I'll spend time with people I like in a low-key way and get some calls. But we are going to see some people outside in the yard. Like in a, like a prison way? Or like do you like yeah. in your front yard? <laughs> yeah, there's a whistle. That <laughs> I don't know why should we put it that way. We're fully just going to have – we're going to have a party. <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say anymore with quarantine. Well, that is kind of funny. People are still doing that right now where they're like socially distanced, of course. They're like all vaccinated. It's like, yeah, I'm assuming like uh, I've socially distanced. Yeah, I guess, I I guess it was me being forever. nervous about being like we're having a party and people thinking we're like – Tonguing strangers inside her house. Oh God, I hope it turns out that way. <laughs> I honestly, I hope that for you. I really do because I feel like everything on Instagram right now, every caption is written like someone has a gun like to their head. <laughs> so, like, oh my gosh, love seeing my family. Obviously, social distance. We're all tested negative. We all got double vax. And it's like, stop, babe. Like it's fine. Like we all have Twitter. People will be like grandparents and beaches and Pfizer. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah, okay, understand. Yo, my God, not grandparents parents and beaches and Pfizer or people trying to be people are trying to be cute with it where they're, where they're like we're like vacation brought to you by Miss Moderna it's like shut the fuck I, we it's trust so you got vaccinated bad. just go to Mexico like I, that is Moderna what you were going to do anyway goes on a vacay not Moderna mommy not Shelby, Moderna why are you mommy. killing this right now you actually are nailing them it's sick you could be the part of this culture <laughs> Moderna mommy Moderna mommy is one of the sickest things I've heard <laughs> And even though you'll notice, by the way, even though the Johnson and Johnson thing was a complete farce, no one is saying they got Johnson and Johnson. No. And I know that because Shelby and I did, and we're refusing to talk about it. (gasps) Did you? No. If anyone asks, I'm a Dolly Parton stan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was going to say, it felt like it was one of those like tricks where it's like whenever they announced that there was an issue with anybody that like remotely mentioned that they had it, it was like a call out and then they like took it away. It was like like a test. Well, I don't want people to be worried about me in blood clots. Naturally. Wasn't that the Johnson & Johnson thing? <laughs> That's something I always say. I don't want anybody to be worried about me and my blood clots. <laughs> if my blood's going to clot, baby, I want, I want to do it in peace. <laughs> oh, my blood's going to clot. This is some thick, <laughs> thick blood I got going on. about my blood. It's going to clot. <laughs> it's going to clot. That's for the Real Housewives like, tagline of the century. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Think about my blood, it's going to clot. <laughs> Walks away, throws drink in someone's face. <laughs> you guys, shut up. Let's talk about my records already. What we're here What's to your do. What's favorite grocery store? Oh, I love. I just went to a Trader Joe's for the first time last week. <laughs> first time, really? First time ever. Yeah, absolutely. I blacked out. I came home with like eight pounds of cheese and no crackers. I don't know what the fuck happened. What? Were you under the influence of substances? 
I came in there with a list and I left with, I had to get an Uber back home because I had so many groceries. I couldn't like take them back on the bus. Oh, you also didn't answer my question. Were you high? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, for sure, for sure, <laughs> absolutely. For sure. Yeah, I'm not gonna it, go it first. I don't ever want to be in a grocery store not high. I love that for you. You know that at Whole Foods, some Whole Foods, I guess I don't know if it's all of them. You can just like get wine, open it, and drink it while you shop. What? <laughs> I guess I don't Shelby. know in COVID world, but when but when I was in still living in Chicago, I would do it at that Whole Foods by IO all the time. <laughs> the whole bottle, Shelby. You <laughs> Shelby, you have a problem, girl. <laughs> No, Moderna I mean, mommy needs her juice. Oh no, <laughs> not Moderna mommy. Why this? Your alter ego is really getting she out of control. She needs her medicine. Moderna mommy needs her meds. <laughs> I have no idea if that's true or not, Shelby. But I love the fact that you did it anyway without actually confirming if it was real. I don't know. There was that like little wine bar, so you could also sit down and drink wine. But I was that's not true. about that. I'm there for a purpose. I'm shopping. Ladies be shopping. That's Ladies true. do. Shelby, thank you for saying that. Ladies do be shopping. Mm-hmm. AJ and or Shelby, at even Mike, if you want to chime in, what do you guys think happens when we die? Because. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Because like I'm really nervous about it. Not not me asking, oh, what do you think happens when we die? And she'll be saying, after this sponsorship from Tampax. Whoever, I guess I probably can't say that. Magic Spoon. <laughs> yeah, we have Magic Spoon, who I love. Their cereal's really good. Let's do the ad right now. No, really. I do get nervous about it. When we die, we go to a Magic Spoon cloud in the sky. <laughs> when we die, we go to a no-cow, low-cow, zero <laughs> They've got cocoa, they've got fruity, they've got frosted. <laughs> and so heaven could taste sugar. just like cereal from childhood. You guys. <laughs> the way I feel certain this is going to get cut. I, 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 I don't, don't know, know if we're allowed to do this. <laughs> is this illegal? This feels illegal to be a part of this. Speaking of feels, you guys, if you haven't tried this incredible <laughs> CBD product. Oh, man. I think nothing. I think it's just over. You know. I I feel the same way. Um, and here's the reason why. Because I feel like it's stingy of us to assume that we get anything else outside of this. Like, and also to me, it's something that's, you know, logistically doesn't make sense. Okay, because growing up as a Jehovah's Witness, everyone tells you like, if you die, you're gonna go to a paradise earth, right, where everyone's at like peak hotness. So I've always had these questions. They say that in the religion. They said that. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but it's yeah. like. <laughs> they were like, they were like, where everyone's at their best emotionally and yeah. spiritually, and AJ it's said like, hot. <laughs> the, yeah, like it's like you're at your epitome of like what like good health is. So my question is, okay, so let's say the apocalypse happens. Me and my whole family, we all just get fucking crushed, right? Does my younger brother, who's three years old, is he like now twenty five and hot? And is my 80-year-old grandma now 25 and hot? And are we all just 25 and hot? And do we also populate in the same place? Or do we have to go find each other? And if I didn't know what he looks like when he was 25, would I just know it was him? Like, I have so many questions. I just think that logistically it doesn't make sense. That makes me think that there is something. Also, there's so many people who have, like, sort of died. And there's, like, the reality that uh, you do release a chemical and those people were on drugs. But they're, like, they see shit. And then they come back and they're, like, okay. 
I got some shit to say. Well, we also see shit when we go to sleep at night. Like, yeah. our brains are pretty capable and powerful. That's why I said they're tripping. I already gave that caveat. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I, I, I think something really important came out there that I don't, I don't want us to miss. AJ, you think the hottest age is 25 for everybody? I feel like that is a pinnacle of, like, your brain stopped. Like, 25 for me was when my brain, like, stopped. I think it's like your brain stops, like, gaining any more knowledge. You realize that what depression is at that point, for real, for real. And then uh, from 25 until about 30, you kind of just go through that. And at 30, you're just like, fuck it, honey. I'm having fun. And then you just, like, move on. That's so interesting because I feel like I went through that at, like, 20. And then at 25, I was on – I felt 30. Yeah, but you're sober. So true. Do you think that's part of it? Absolutely. From yeah, 20, I was drinking in like seventh grade. So I was like not feeling my real emotional state until like maybe five minutes before this uh, podcast started. <laughs> and I'm still <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm drunk right now. <laughs> Thank you. Fully that. What do you think is the hottest age? Caleb said something so gross. I know. <laughs> like literally after I finished the question, I was like, actually, you know what? <laughs> I think it differs for everybody, but I think the hottest age aggregate, like if we had to average it out, is probably 25 if you really had to like like crunch all the numbers can i be honest i think oh but you don't agree and i know that already is it about old people no it's that i think people get their hottest in the early 30s uh, i mean it just depends I, I guess I, I i haven't seen it i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> you've never seen it happen you've never seen anybody be hot everybody playing like a hot teen on a show is actually 31 like anytime i see they're a guy that i'm 26. like okay they're really hot no they're 31 and everyone's 31 <laughs> and they're all hot i think early 30s is when people peak because they're also usually a little bit less stressed and that reads on their face a little bit i was i was thinking this morning that i i feel i i'm i am 26 so aj is there <laughs> Don't like wait for me to chime in about that. <laughs> I thought about just moving on. Um, I'm 26 and I don't feel old, but I feel like I feel much more um, stable. And like, I think I know who I am and what I want. And I feel less stressed out about things way more than when I was like 22, which doesn't feel like that long ago, actually. And I was, today I, I really had a feeling of, and I feel this sometimes, I feel like I won't, I don't mind aging that much. Like, I feel like maybe when I'm 30, I'll feel like, I'll feel like, oh, this is actually good. I feel more like myself. I think that that's absolutely correct. I don't really care about aging in that way at all. I feel like I, I never even think about it. I'm like really bad at guessing people's ages anyway for like all sorts of cases like that. But also I want, I'm not to like project on you, but like you are a queer person from the Midwest. So to be fair, you were 42 when you were like 13. Absolutely correct and true. That is 100% yeah. true. Yes. So you had nothing but time. <laughs> I yeah 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 yeah. You, you actually you had a very privileged existence. You stupid like, bitch. Did you, you <laughs> come for me? You come for me really hard. <laughs> you probably appreciated a really nice candle when you were like sixteen. <laughs> I do I really do? And it's because my, my I, I actually did really love candles uh, from a young I age because knew it. my aunt Gina had always really nice candles and her her uh, double wide smelled really good every time we went over there. I really thought hard. you were gonna yeah. say something like I thought you were gonna give a really heartfelt story about like. How the person at the like Yankee Candle was like a queer ally, and you like, 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 oh my god, <laughs> ew, that's so disgusting that that you literally thought I was gonna give like a heartwarming story about being gay. That's so gross. About liking candles. Oh, that would be cute. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Well, so we do literally have to take a break. <laughs> 
No, we have to. (laughs) We do literally have to take a break for our ads, and then I guess when we come back, maybe we'll talk about AJ your records. Do you think? We'll see. (laughs) We'll We'll see, see, Daddy. Oh no! What if we never get to the records? Welcome, Bark. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Bark. Welcome, Bark. We're we're here with AJ. (laughs) Oh, AJ, do you want to give us a bark? Like, do you I have to say it or like an actual dog bark? Yeah, however, no. however you feel however compelled to you bark. Feel, babe, it's Pride Month. <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> the way you, the way you, the way you kind of quivered your lip, like you might, we're gonna give us a good one. Yeah, you worked it. You were, I feel like here was the problem was that you were gonna try and really do an impression, and you were mm-hmm. worried that it would fall flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got scared. I, absolutely, absolutely. I had a situation the other day where I was trying to do an Owen Wilson impression, and um, um I'm not gonna do it at all. So don't AJ, think about it. do not, it, you guys, babe, no. Seriously, no. I could. I, that was the problem is I forgot what he sounded like midway through it, and then I just kind of like wow. got rid it. Yes, yeah. That, that wow. that's. That, that's it. Wow. Well, honestly, to tie into the records, wow. oh wow, uh, oh, this is wow. a good segue because he is in the movie Anaconda, which is one of the things I think Woo! should be He's also shot in... the fuck up into space. Anaconda. Okay. Now, tell us what that's about. This is the first item on your records, listeners. If you're keeping track, it we is. have officially started the premise of the podcast. <laughs> Thirty-two minutes in. AJ, Anaconda. Talk about it. Anaconda. Uh, so. I, what I think is really important to go into space is all of Jennifer Lopez's entire filmography. I think that she is an actress that we're just not considering enough. And Anaconda is one of those movies for me that I just think was very formative in a really weird way. Uh, gigantic snake. Okay, just to set, lay it down for you guys. Have you, have you guys watched Anaconda at all? I don't think so. I don't, no, but I'm so afraid <gasps> of snakes. Oh my god, Shelby, you'd be terrified by this movie. It's so good. <laughs> AJ, are you a snake person? You have kind of snake person energy. You're saying that because I'm wearing a tiny beanie and I have tattoos. That's not fair. Uh, I am not a snake person you know, at all. You seem like someone who would maybe own a snake. You have an energy that says maybe this person owns but a snake. But you would have one of those like really cute snakes, the like the oh, ones that people are like, oh, you can hold this. Like a ball. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah, not the ones that can kill. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I the the process of feeding a snake is too scary to me. Yeah. yeah. Are there any vegetarian snakes? Is that not there a has fair to question? Be, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to know. I only went to high school, so honestly, everything like this excites me. I'm sure. Mike messaged us that some of some snakes eat eggs. Oh, only eggs, Mike? Do they eat only eggs? Whole. Oh. I've seen them eat an egg whole. Oh, that yes. shit is gross. Snakes yeah. are a problem. Why? Well, so many reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go off, girl. They come in through the toilet and Get they bite queen. your ass. Fuck that. Fuck a video That's of a snake coming through the pipes. Fears. That's one of my biggest I, fears. Fuck that. Fuck that in a big way. Also, there's a snake in the Amazon that can sense heat for up to a football field size, 100 yards, and then spit venom at you. You never even have to be near it. And you're so far, if you are where that snake lives... Well, I watched this on the Nature Channel, but they <laughs> TNC the Nature Channel. <laughs> they can split. They can spit venom at you, and because of where they live in the Amazon, if it ever, t- if you ever touch their venom, you'd be so far away from any help, you would be, you would die. There was no chance of salvation. Also, they can kill you other ways too, like just straight up strangling you. Or that? Do you guys remember that there was a, a story? I feel like where. 
um, a snake owner who had a big snake as a pet for a long time. The no, snake started no, sleeping. The laying down. The snake started Stop sleeping this. beside Stop. it and laying out beside him. And he was what? like, "Oh, it's behaving weirdly," and he didn't think anything of it. And then finally, he like goes to a vet and is like, "Hey, my snake has been laying out beside me for bedtime on my bed. It was sizing him up because it, it was, was measuring to eat him, him to see if he could eat him whole." You are lying. I would never lie, bitch. This snake. <laughs> It was like sizing him up to see how soon it could eat him whole. And it was starving itself. That's important too. Yeah, it wasn't eating. The snake wasn't eating. Because it had to prepare. That's why I took it to the vet. I love that energy. No. I've done that before. This is why I said you have snake owner energy. Have you ever seen a snake bury itself in sand? Not recently, no. It's one of the scariest videos I've ever seen. (laughs) I will admit it's been a a little bit. Anytime I watch a video of a snake burying itself in sand, I think sand can't exist anymore. We can't have sand. No. I want to say... AJ, I, I, it's not an accusation when I said you have snake owner energy. I used to be very scared of people who own snakes. And in order to face that fear, several years ago, I joined a snake owners group on Facebook. And I got to sort of know their culture and understand them. And they're really a gentle people. They really this are isn't gentle true. people. Caleb, what? It it's called, it's called ball, ball python owners for good people. They had to clarify that it's for good people because there was an original group where there was a lot of bullying going on. So they started a subgroup that's just for owners who are like nice and they are a very docile community, the snake owners. This is the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> there there was a in in December of 2019 in the in the snake group that I'm a part of on Facebook. There was a bunch of people started posting Simone Biles stuff in the group and were like this is huge for representation. So I thought Simone Biles had done something like broken some new gymnastics record or something. It turns out that she just bought a pet snake. So the Facebook group was going up posting about representation because Simone Biles got a pet snake. It was awesome. I want to be part of this. I'll add you. Also, some of them just fly. They jump. They jump. They don't slither. (laughs) Shelby, you're literally making up facts because you know that I I didn't go to college. Shelby has said seven fake facts about snakes during this episode. If you guys don't think I'm watching documentaries about snakes to try and go over my own fear, you're wrong. Shelby said there is a snake in the Amazon rainforest that has (laughs) heat-seeking venom. I'm about to send you the flying snake and you're going to eat your damn words again. Does it have wings? I don't know. No, they just leap and they, they, they are so thin that they fly for like tree to tree. They're scary as fuck. Wait, is this the kind of moment where that one listener would accuse me of being mean, Shelby, do you think? Or is this, am I being valid and doubting <laughs> no, you? No, I think no. you're being valid, but you're wrong also at the same time. Do you you're know not being mean like you were in that one episode. That one episode you were really mean. Now I'm doubting myself. AJ, do not stoke the fires, bitch. <laughs> we have one listener who really wants to fight. Are you watching the video I sent where the snake is flying tree to tree? No, it's just falling out of a tree, Shelby. No, That's not flying. Go to 241. Go to 241. <gasps> oh, my God. It's falling out of a someone... tree. No, like... keep looking. It's in the sky. It's just... Okay, if I crawl up a tree... Let me say something to you. If I crawl up a tree and then I jump really out, far out of the tree and then land on the ground, I'm not flying. I just jumped. It, fla- it, it flew from so far to so far. It looks like a it's giant. It's the Discovery Channel calling it the flying snake. I don't know why you're acting like I'm making it up. They're being sensational. They're the media, Shelby. You and I have to do better. No. It looks like a thrift store no. belt. <laughs> Not to drag it. All bits aside, the snake is, I have to admit, flying. Yeah, thank you. Jesus Christ. It literally is an air. We can't deny that. It's soaring through the sky. <laughs> it is technically a UFO. Yeah. It's identified. 
Uh, but only now. If you saw it out in the world, you'd say UFO. That could be an alien I would say, ship. fuck, that's a flying-ass snake. Didn't Jennifer Lopez play like a, a <laughs> extremely Italian person in The Wedding Planner? She's supposed to marry I, someone named Massimo because of the culture. Isn't that... That sounds about right. Okay, Wedding Planner is not one of the ones I actually fave. So like, I can't give all the tea on that one. But, you but did I thought say, you were about to reference... I thought you were going to say, didn't she play an Italian person when she played Selena? And I was ready to actually go off on you. <laughs> did she play Selena? I don't... What, what, did you, what did you say? I didn't... Yeah, she played Selena. But Selena's oh. not Italian. Is No, I was just thinking oh. that that's where Caleb was going. Like, didn't yeah, she play an yeah, Italian yeah. person like Selena? And I was like, oh, Do bitch. you know how mad... We got I've him. Said, I've said some dicey things on on this podcast i feel like that people could be sensitive about if they wanted to do you know how much fucking trouble i would get in if if i said that selena was italian (laughs) people would hate me it would be the twitter thing that i would look for yeah yeah it would be be the twitter i would be be hoping for so your top top three jennifer we're gonna include the filmography but just for the listeners top three that go on anaconda uh, okay. Monster in Law with Jane Fonda, obviously. Yes. So exactly. good. It has also, to. I have to say, on Monster in Law, one of my favorite comedians has a very fun role in that movie, Wanda Sykes. Oh, yes. Wanda is so good in that film. She's good in everything. So good. She has she has otherworldly timing. No one has Wanda Sykes' timing. Yeah. Also, um, Wanda also did the alternate don't say gay PSA that Hillary Duff did. So Hillary Duff had the gay PSA about that's so wearing a skirt as a top. Wanda Sykes has a different PSA say at that same time where she like belittles two teenage white guys at a pizza restaurant for being faggots for them saying they're like that's so gay and she was like it's like if i thought this pepper shaker was stupid and i said man this pepper shaker is so 16 year old boy with a cheesy mustache just saying (laughs) uh we love Wanda. Uh, she should be in actually more Jennifer Lopez movies. And my other one is The Cell. The Cell is like a horror movie that Jennifer Lopez did. I'm sure you guys haven't seen it either because you guys are 16 years old. Uh, but it came out forever ago. And basically, Jennifer Lopez is playing the psychiatrist who does therapy with people by going into their minds and exploring their minds to find out like why they do the things they do. And she like does it we on this one kid. We're not making movies right anymore. No, no. Not at all, because this movie is insane, and it's also very horny, very artsy. Uh, I hate the word artsy when it's used earnestly, but it is. And she gets hired by Vince Vaughn, who's this detective, who's like, hey, this murderer like kidnapped this girl. He's killing her. We don't know where the girl's at. We need you to go inside this guy's mind and find out why he's doing what he does. Okay. So Jennifer Lopez has amazing curly hair, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And she like goes and gets in this guy's mind. And it's literally like the most insane Marilyn Manson video in there. And then um, she ends up getting taken over by this killer that's inside of his mind, all this other crap. Vince Vaughn has to go in the mind, too, and figure out where she's at. And at the very end, um, spoiler alert for all the fans, she ends up drowning him inside of his own mind and releasing him from his like weird presence. All right, it's time for a segment that we call... (laughs) AJ, we're going to do a segment called This or That. This. Or That. This is a segment where we give you a bunch of options. You have to choose between them. You only have 60 seconds on the clock. Do you have any questions, AJ? Let's go for it. Okay, time starts now. Disney adults or Harry Potter adults? Harry Potter adults. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Jimmy Buffett or all-you-can-eat buffet? All-you-can-eat buffet. Late for a wedding. Thank you. Late for a wedding or late for a funeral? <laughs> late for a funeral. <laughs> back knee or bad knees? Fuck. <laughs> back knee? Hair for teeth or teeth for hair? Ooh, Shelby. What? Hair for, te- hair, <laughs> hair for teeth or teeth for hair? <laughs> uh, 
please. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Dog pooper pooped on my bird. Oh, pooped on my bird. Sex or Tex Max? Oh, Tex Max. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Obama or Michelle Branch? Michelle Branch. Michelle Branch or Tree Branch? <laughs> tree Branch. <laughs> Test the waters or dive in the deep end? Dive in the deep end, baby. Okay, last one. Glass half full or glass half empty? Oh, it's half empty. And I want more. Shelby, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want for hair or hair for yeah. teeth? What were you Shelby, Jesus Christ. What was your idea on that one, babe? I don't remember how I got that <laughs> Flying snake vids got me like got me like <laughs> wishing I had hair for teeth, bitch. <laughs> Wait, what animal has Brussels? What animals has Brussels for teeth? Whales. Whales. Oh. AJ, what else would you put on your record? <laughs> um, the other thing that I'm kind of obsessed with is I love theme park souvenirs, more specifically saloon style family photos. I think they're the most fucked up thing that's ever happened to theme parks. They're so uh, bizarre. It's bizarre, and the the reason I like them so much is because. Like, you have a photographer who's just telling your mom to dress up like an old prostitute from the Wild West. And, like, you and your siblings all have guns. And you're, like, pointing them at her and, like, playing with her garter. And then that's the photo that you have to, like, bring home with your family. And people pay money for that. And I think that that's a really good part of uh, human culture. What do you want aliens to understand about Earth based on this? Just that we go places? Or sort of what's the... I don't know. I feel like there's so many different ways to go with it because theme park souvenirs really don't represent a great time all the time. Like anytime I've had one, it's because I've been with my family and we've been like fighting at the theme park or like I would go to one of those things where like the guy at like worlds of fun has to guess your age. And he's like 32 and you're like, I'm 16. <laughs> he's like, okay, well here's a 50 pound like stuffed frog. Like it's just like such a weird <laughs> thing to get rewarded for. Uh, and we love that shit. You know, it's like a weird, it's not even a really a good memory. It's like a passage to absolute heinous memory. <laughs> not with the 32 16 year old thing it's disgusting I mean, that's so horrible so sad especially that when they're like let's guess your weight i'm like i don't think that this is a good idea the scale there the scale there is like the size of like an 80 inch tv it's like a massive scale that everyone can see and like you're being weighed in front of everybody it's terrible horrible it's bananas it's cuckoo bananas but more importantly what's more bananas is we haven't talked about the next thing on your record yet aj uh my next one is breakfast after a hookup um it's like one of my things i i think is like i don't know i get very i like i love seeing people coming back from like a dunkin donuts with two coffees and they look like they absolutely got like their lives banged out of them i think it's so like romantic and charming to grab a coffee for someone else but also for myself if like anyone ever stays over um and we've like hooked up i wake up early every single day i never wake up late i'm a total breakfast bitch like i love breakfast um i think that's like, a really good chance like to get to know people after you um have do fun. disgusting, filthy things with their bodies. Yeah, learn their first name, stuff like that. Yeah, mouth. After you get all the mouth stuff and get all that stuff out of the way, you're like, okay, well, thank you for the ride home last night. Uh, you're one of the better Ubers I've ever had. And then you give them some, you know, a burrito, and yeah. a cup of coffee. So the so the breakfast after a hookup is with the hookup, and it is at home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would we'll never wake up. do this. Really? No. First never? of all, first of all, sleeping over. That, yeah very rare in my opinion very rarely would that be acceptable but definitely not breakfast it's a get up and get out situation in my world 
But mm. you would love to know that Shelby and I, while we never have sex, much to my protest, we do get breakfast for each other almost every morning. Well, coffee. Well, that's nice. I'm glad that you guys do that. What do you? Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that you guys don't have sex. I think this is a really big like farce that you're putting on for all of your audience. I absolutely know for a fact that you guys do. This comes up every episode. Wouldn't it be so funny if all of our friends brought that up every time we had them on? They were like, it, "What are you just talking about? What do you mean? What do you mean? There's not really an episode where we don't where someone doesn't bring up the fact the idea of us having intercourse. It really comes up constantly. Eventually, I do it think really we're gonna have does. To do it. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. No. Yeah, like a, kind of like a holiday episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's so actually uh, hurtful to my mental health that even in the joke of it, Shelby every time goes, so, so, so every time I'll be like, haha, maybe we will someday. And Shelby goes, Ugh. Shelby like, I didn't, I didn't gag that time. <laughs> the best part is how dismissive Shelby is, but also Shelby is like dismissive, but also not shocked or upset about anything. Shelby's literally like, fixing her fingernails and being like no not at all <laughs> it's not gonna happen completely unmoved, unmoved well, it would be so, I, i've thought about this recently and i said what would it take for caleb and i to sleep together not for me to sleep with caleb oh, for caleb and i hurtful. to mutually agree no nice. i'm actually explaining why it's not hurtful right now this is how much we would have to sit down what we would negotiate together are the terms to us having sex <laughs> and i've decided a production company would be involved who is going to pay for that? Yeah, <laughs> not AJ, to tape speak it. on that, Not to tape AJ. it. Oh, you guys aren't understanding me. It's not for them to tape it. It's for them to do sort of a, a recap after with us, sort of interview style, about how it's changed us. Mm. Yeah, I would, give, I would give it a few dollars. Thank you. I would exactly, give it a few dollars. Exactly. It's, it's literally that they interview us before. They do not interview at all the day or night that we have sex. And then the next day, it's them interviewing us both. And then they do like a a, um, a recap again, like six months down the road. And, and like, you guys are just really so dehydrated guys. because you guys are just you guys just fuck so <laughs> insane. Yeah, that's disgusting. But I'm again. I Caleb yeah, doesn't want to do that show, so now he's being hurtful. No, I think um, it would really depend on where I'm at career-wise. <laughs> <laughs> if the project made sense, I would want really all the appropriate parties to weigh in. Um, Caleb's trying so hard not to be mean right now. He's doing PR for himself so bad. He's like, "Yeah, Shelby, actually, yeah." <laughs> I literally, I will never be able to joke fully with Shelby on the pod again because we got one comment that said it seems like we're fighting. So Shelby can hold her own. For the rest of the podcast, Shelby could literally come Thank you, AJ. Like, I think so, too. You can hold your own. Yeah, the problem with the comment is also that they think I'm a weak little bitch. Which they're right about. And that no. is that's what I've come to realize through this process. I went to the gym today. We, AJ, we're really neglecting your records. I think breakfast after a hookup can be amazing. Would you ever consider fucking the aliens? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I would, like, I would invite them to fuck me as well, depending on what they want to do, you know? If you had to choose, would you rather Cartwheel 69. For the aliens. Um, I don't want to have to choose, but you I do, be- and I don't think you should have to. <clears throat> Thank you, Shelby. But in this moment, you do, and I, as someone ha- someone has a gun to your head. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry to say, and they say you have to top for the aliens or bottom oh. for the aliens. Um, I would I would tell the aliens I was open to topping for them, but once they came over, I would actually bottom for them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you pride month that is actually culture wait i have a question about the breakfast after they're hookup. just like us yeah what is the ideal it's you said burrito is that the ideal uh post post hookup breakfast <clears throat> so i always on deck i'll always have like chorizo and eggs at my house like non-stop um and i make homemade tortillas pretty often so like a breakfast burrito is like a 
a really easy thing and it makes the house smell good and also i think it's just kind of like hot also for me it's like it is this is a, this is a thing where like for me i'm not saying like every single person i hook up with like has a sleepover but like if we're at a point where like you are sleeping over that next morning is like always for me like that's me in my prime i'm a really good person to make breakfast with i'm a good person to have coffee with that's me at my absolute best the rest of the day is downhill so like you're catching me at my peak oh, and that's where I, actually, there. I was like, gonna do an ad for dating you after that <laughs> i know that we're like kind of straying from everything but i did want to ask do you guys have people that listen to the podcast that do um dm you guys trying to hook up afterwards because you guys have a very horny podcast. We and I never thought it would come to this. I never, yeah, I didn't either. I never thought our pod would be as horny as it is. But we have a lot of queer guests, and I, I just think a lot of our guests are fuckable. I think we have fuckable a fuckable lineup. Caleb's getting DMs. He's saying, yeah. He's well, if he ball. is, then it is sad for me because I'm not. <laughs> I can say confirmed. There's one guy who like likes my tweets like two days after I make them, and then I go to check his likes, and in his likes. I'm the only comedian on his Twitter likes and the rest are men in cock cages and people getting fisted. So it's like, <laughs> it's literally like 10 listings of just like the most insane butt stuff. And then it's like me being like, Oh, woke up smelling like cigarettes. Love. Like, it's no, just like it's something you like asking gay. to have the freedom tower up your ass. It's all in the same <laughs> realm. It, it, it was a freedom tower tweet that did it. Yeah. When yeah. Was, you're not wrong. When I was still like, uh, like straight, Mm-hmm, straight, which has been a while. <laughs> when I was still paying attention to who followed me, uh, like on Twitter, like you know, when you have like a, uh, like uh, like three thousand followers, and it's really easy because no one's following you ever, so you get like maybe one new one a day. So you look at it. Okay, drag me. It's me. <laughs> I knew. I knew when I started saying this. <laughs> literally, literally gives the exact it. amount of followers I have. When you have three thousand two hundred eighty-eight <laughs> followers, that's constantly fluctuating between five and six followers. Because ultimately, Caleb, there's a really easy way to just say. I used to pay attention to followers and not talk about what what number you were that, at when you did it. Even that, even that, even saying, even saying, I used to pay attention. I thought it would be more helpful to explain. Can I say when I used to pay attention to followers? <laughs> that even I was like, someone's gonna drag me. There was no way this didn't come up. But anyway, I would notice a lot of accounts that were like, yes, liking exclusively hardcore porn, and then just like my tweet, like. I think I found a love at the grocery store. Like, it would literally be th- uh, so extreme. It was just me and then that. AJ? If you had to delete one thing for the records, and before we get to that, it doesn't have to be the big stuff. Caleb, what doesn't it have to be? Do you mean like obesity, Shelby? Obesity, homophobia, war, <laughs> What do you mean by the big stuff? Oh, she oh, meant obesity. Famine. Yeah. No. <laughs> she said, you don't have to get rid of all the fat people, just some. Just Which some. one? Pick a couple. Oh, yeah. I could easily no. pick a couple. I could absolutely get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, she meant famine, AJ. Exactly. Poverty. So if I had to get rid of something, it would be the base clef, treble clef, heart tattoo. I think it's one of the worst things that's ever happened to um, us as a country, us as a people. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's horrible. (laughs) It's the worst thing ever. And I went to college for like 15 minutes one time, and this girl in our co-ed dorm was like, check out this tattoo I got. My boyfriend drew it for me, and it was the bass clef, treble clef, heart tattoo. And she thought that she was the only person that ever had it. Like, her boyfriend made it specifically for her. And I refused to tell her otherwise. I absolutely egged it on because I was like, you fucking deserve it. This is so bad. Uh, but I think it's gross. I think it's uh, one of the worst tattoos you can get next to, like, Marvin the Martian or the Tasmanian Devil. 
I am begging you. Yeah. I am begging you to leave Marvin the Martian. <laughs> Marvin the Martian tattoo is just okay. It's like okay, we get it. You work at Bar Louie. Like please. get the fuck out Bar of my face. <laughs> please, please, not Marvin the Martian tattoo on the Bar Louie staff. I'm begging it's you. So bad. No, God, yeah, I'm looking at the base clef treble clef tattoo right now, and it's making me so upset. It's really bad. Is the picture in black and white? No, there is flesh <laughs> in it, unfortunately. The implication of it also is that someone just loves music so much. It's like there are other ways. There are other ways. There are other ways. Oh, yeah, like keeping it to yourself. The one I just sent you made me more upset. These tattoos remind me of the wall art in cheap Airbnbs. Absolutely. Like the way that that, that very specific version of like, we ran down to good like uh, goodies. Home goods. We ran down to home goods, goodies, um, and we got some we got some paintings for our Airbnb, Airbnb before we rented out. And it's like the cheapest. There's always that shit. elephant in front of like a rainbow splatter paint situation. And the three yeah. Zen rocks stacked on top of each other with like bamboo in the background. Yeah, yeah Karen. Absolutely. There's always a Karen. Horrible, horrible, awful, terrible. AJ. We are nearing the end of our time with you. I think you have a couple of things left that we probably just can't get too deep into, but what are they that you were going to put on? Um, the other thing I want the aliens to know about is that we have buffets on Earth. Um, we oh, could have yes. an unlimited choice of options, and we, if we want one thing from that buffet, we can get it over and over and over again. I'm a Golden Corral girl. I don't yes, know about you guys. Bitch. Yes, it's my favorite I'm restaurant. I'm a Golden Corral Caleb, girl. didn't you work at a Golden Corral? Yes, and it didn't change. Most of my friends who worked at Golden Corral could never eat there again. I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> I want it more and more and more. What did you smell like when you came home? Horrible. Golden Are you kidding? Corral. Oh, awful. Mm. Like fr- like deep fryers and bathrooms because I had to clean the toilets when I left. There's like a lotion pump full of hot cheese there. And that's what really dragged me in. <laughs> like I have had watery cauliflower just fucking covered <laughs> in the thickest cheese on that's earth. That's disgusting. Uh, and I want them to take part in that too. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about is the Carvana vending machine. Um, I think it's a really big piece of innovation. It's a gigantic tower full of cars that you buy a car from and it just drops a car down the center. Um, I bought one myself last year and it was the saddest, most pathetic experience I've ever had. And I think that that should be on record for them. I didn't know that that existed until you said it. You have to look it up. I, oh, they're ridiculous. I bought a Camry hybrid that I bought a Camry hybrid from them last November. The thing that made it really sad is because it was like two weeks after Halloween, they hadn't cleared the cobwebs off of the podium <laughs> where you buy the car. So like they give you a quarter that's the size of like a double cheeseburger and you have to go drop it into this fake vending machine slot. And I thought that it was going to make a bunch of noise. It makes no noise. But what they do is they play machine noises through the speakers in the office. So it's like, and it's all fake noises. And then the Camry came down and it spun around and it came out of the building. And that's when I realized I was having a manic phase. And I returned <laughs> the car two days later uh, because I could not believe what had happened to me. It's really quite insane to watch happening. And why do they let it spin so many times? For a theatrical effect, the guy, I bought it in Kansas City. So the guy was like, all right, go ahead and put that quarter in there with some sass. And I was like, don't say sass. That's homophobic. That's homophobic. <laughs> and I went and did it. And he was narrating it the whole time he came out. He's like, uh-oh, it's spinning around. It's coming down. And it came down. He's like, uh-oh, it's still coming. And I'm like, okay, we, we get it. But it was just like the most – I guess I, I wanted it to be more than something than it, what it was. That was It was honestly my theme park souvenir. If we want to go full circle, that car was what I had left. If we want to go full circle. And we always do. We do like to go full circle. Hold that hula hoop high, baby. <laughs> 
You have been, AJ, <laughs> an iconic and amazing guest who we love. And I want you to tell people where they can find you right now. You can find me on Twitter with my 3,280 followers at AJ Deluxe underscore or on Instagram with my 2,300 followers at AJ Deluxe. AJ is very funny on both platforms. Go follow him, despite Thank despite you. the fact that it will hurt me personally to see that he's getting ahead. Go follow oh, yeah. AJ. AJ, we love you, babe. AJ, we love I you, love babe. You guys. Thank you guys so much. Also, don't you have a show coming at the Hideout? Plug that. I do. Come <laughs> if you're living in Chicago. Come to the. If you don't live in Chicago, come to Chicago anyway. Come to the Hideout starting July 7th. I'm co-hosting a show uh, called Yard Party with one of my favorite fag bosses, Claire Austin Smith. It's a weekly show. Uh, we will have all the best DJs and all the best comedy that you could find with your greasy little hands. We needed to plug that. Thank you guys. Uh, love you, bitch. Love you guys. This was good. I thought this was good. I like this. <laughs> I like this one, Shelb. That was a HeadGum Original.